You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store. But you've probably already figured that out. So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we are talking about 2022 and how you can get super organized with all of your content and promos and key dates and the process, the exact process that we use within our business that we teach our students and also our clients so that you can be super organized for 2022 and future you will thank current you for listening and actioning this episode. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's dive in. As we approach the end of 2021, can you believe it, Megan? The year's nearly over. No. It is now time for us to start planning for next year, 2022. Yeah. So in today's episode, we thought we'd just take you through the process. Uh, We've actually done this at the end of every year for the last couple of years in our free group, which is Unstoppable e-commerce entrepreneurs. Uh, we deep dive into it with our students every quarter. We do a planning session with our e-clubbers, and then Ecom Igniter have an entire module all around content. So hopefully everybody is well and truly organized if they're in our world. However, if you haven't started thinking about 2022, grab a pen and paper for this one because we're going to take you through. The process that we recommend and we use ourselves to get really organized for the year ahead. Because if you think about it, there's only 12 months in the entire year. And if you think about, you know, batching for the month, it just goes so quickly. And here we are at the end of the year again. So I guess the first thing to do before we actually look ahead is to look back. And I know you had this conversation with one of our students yesterday, actually. Yeah. So, so often we plan for a new year and we think, oh, we have to do all these new things, right? It's a new year, new opportunities. We're going to start, fresh start all of that stuff. New Year's resolution. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> and one of our students was saying, oh, it used to be so great when I did these videos, they worked really well. And then oh, what am I going to do for next year? And I was like, oh, hang on a sec. If they worked really well and you were getting a great response from those and things worked and you were getting sales, one, why did you stop? (laughs) But two, why not do those next year? So it's really important to look back over all of your content and you can go through Facebook and Instagram and see which of your posts actually got the best engagement. You know, when did your peak sales happen? What worked during this year so that you can actually put a lot of that content in for next year? Now is such a great time to look at your stats on an annual basis. So look at them month by month, but look at them for the entire year. What was your most popular if you're writing, you know, blog content? What was your most read email, for example, or most opened email or clicked on email? What were things that people were engaging in with your email content? What was your highest selling product? What was your highest engaging post? And what was, you know, what was the most clicked on ad, for example? What was your highest converting product? All of those things, like have a look at that because that will give you a really good place to start when you're then thinking about next year because 
as Karen said, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every year. You can take the learnings and that's exactly what the beauty of digital and online is, is that we can take the learnings, we can test, we can measure, we can tweak, and then we can go forward. And by looking at that, by having all of those stats in your arsenal, you can then take that with you into the new year. And you can almost like fill out the new year with all of those learnings so that then you don't have to start with a completely blank slate and you're not reinventing the wheel. So first things first, have a look at what happened last year and also like what worked well for you. What was things that maybe really drained your energy and you're like, oh, I don't want to do these. (laughs) Or what did you love doing? What did your customers love doing? You can even like do some polls on your stories, like what people loved and what people want to see. And yeah, really just have a look at the quantitative, but also the qualitative data. Yeah. And there might've been some things that happened through the year. I know for us, we have a free download that you can download for all the e-commerce dates for the year. So you can have a look and see, you know, what sort of key dates you can plan promotions around, or even just mention and write content about. Every now and then something pops up and I go, oh, I wish that we'd had something organized for this. Why didn't I think about this? And I have sort of a note that I keep going all year and start writing those things down ready to plan for next year. So that's not so helpful right now. But if you do see anything like that come up, also have a look back. Were there any days that you put some effort into and it kind of just fizzled out and your audience didn't really care about that? Don't really focus on those ones next year. But if there were any that went really well, maybe you could plan something bigger around that day this year. Like there's International Women's Day, you know, there's Mother's Day, Easter, Christmas, all the things. But then there's some smaller holidays as well. And they're all listed in the guide. If they're not in there, let us know and we'll update that as well. But as Megan said, there's only 12 months. So if you think about it as 365 days, it can get a bit overwhelming. That's a lot of content to produce when you're coming up with one post a day. However, if you break it down and go, okay, well, there's only 52 weeks and then there's only 12 months. So you just plan for one month at a time, which is around four weeks at a time. And then you're starting to fill in those things and make sure that you listen to our episode about the content pillars, because that really helps you fill out that content schedule with your dream, discover and do content as well. Yeah, definitely. So once you've kind of worked out what worked well and what didn't work well, what you want to keep doing and what you maybe want to stop doing, then this is what we recommend to go forward and plan out your content for the entire year. So you're going to have by the end of this episode or by the end of when you've actually taken all the actions that we recommend, you will have kind of like a blueprint for your year. So what you need to do is plan it out and then actually follow that. So I do this with my calendar. I mark things out in my calendar and then my calendar is my boss. So if my calendar says that I'm going to write content from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. on a Friday morning, I do that. So when you've got your plan There's no point in planning it all out, spending this time planning it and then actually not following through with it. So we're going to walk you through the process and then you can follow this and then you can have an amazing year of content. There's nothing worse than getting to the end of the week or the start of a new week and going, oh, I don't have any content for next week. What am I going to do? Or, oh my gosh, I was meant to send out an email today. What am I going to send out? There's nothing worse than that. There's actually nothing better than going, 
I have my whole month of content planned and scheduled and created and it's all, you know, ready to go. So the feeling that you're going to get from having it all planned out and mapped out is just amazing. So the first thing that we want you to do is get a yearly calendar. So I have like a big, what would it be, like A1? A3, Maybe even bigger. Two, a1. Over a meter, yeah. I'd say. It's huge. So I'm like blocking it out. So it's beautiful, like color-coded calendar. <laughs> yeah. So it's a big wall calendar, basically. It's an A1 size, I think. And I just got mine from Officeworks. It's called an Enviro Year Planner 2022. It's from Sasco. And yeah, I just got mine from Officeworks. Basically, it has the entire year on it on one visual page. So you're not flicking through different pages. You're not, you know, having to scroll through on a digital calendar or anything like that yet. So the first thing that we want to do is get a big calendar, look at the year in its entirety. Then what we want to do is go through that year and mark out. So I just grab some whiteboard markers, mark out any dates that you think might be relevant. Don't overthink this. Don't think, oh, I'm going to do my sale around that time. Or, you know, this is Valentine's day is cool. Maybe I'll do this promotion around it, whatever. Just mark out all the dates that might be relevant for your business. Don't worry if they're spaced out evenly or anything like that. Just mark them all out. So go through the free download that we have and kind of look at all of those dates, see which ones are relevant to you and your most importantly, your customers and mark them all out. Say for example, Australia Day, Valentine's Day, Easter, Mother's Day, all of those big major ones, but then also look at things like world friendship day or hug day or love a puppy day or (laughs) coffee lovers day. Every day is love a puppy day. (laughs) I know, right? And There are going to be some that are really just relevant to you, but not others. So like if you sell coffee, World Coffee Appreciation Day or something. But again, maybe that's every day. (laughs) Although not for you, Garen, you don't drink coffee. No. For me, yes. (laughs) So go through and mark all of those dates out. What are some of the ones that we kind of went, oh, we really wish we had of... I know we're International Women's Day. Yeah, International Women's Day. I think we missed a NADOC week we'd like to do a lot more for. So there was kind of a few of those that we added to the list this year. There are so many, like, like you say, it's got to be relevant. But, you know, World Nutella Day came up and I was like, how did we not have something for that? (laughs) Nutella lover right here. (laughs) Um, You know. And this is like, okay, so a tangent here. It doesn't have to be like the what you think what immediately comes to mind, right? So like Nutella, Karen loves Nutella. I'm like, oh, that's just full of palm oil. Like if it's sort of like the opposite of your thing, you can actually flip it and do something fun with it. So like if it's your brand, you could do like a the alt, like the alternatives for Nutella, for example, on World Nutella Day. Or like for Valentine's Day, you don't have to do the boring love heart, you know, thing. You could do like a celebrate your Independence Day or whatever. So it doesn't have to be. Valentine's Day. You don't have to. Valentine's Day is now the day after Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day and it's celebration of singles. Calentine's Day. Galentine's. Like gal. Galentine's Day. (laughs) Gal. Gal, like G-A-L. single women, yeah. To celebrate their independence. Is that it? Because Singles Day was like very big in China. Is that where it started? Anyway. So you don't have to really think about what you're doing yet, even though we went on a little tangent there about what you could do, but just get your yearly calendar out and mark all those dates out. So by the end of that process, you're going to have 
lots of dates all marked out on your calendar and then you want to step back and have a look at where are the big gaps in the calendar where are maybe some of the dates like overlapping or you've got lots of content you know all in one month but maybe not the others and just have a look at how it's all spaced out then you want to plan out your promotions so when we're saying promotions promotions are things like reasons for people to buy they don't necessarily have to be discounts we recommend only two discounts maximum a year so it could be things like even if they bring out new products yes plan in your diary when those products are going to be available and then you can sort of start to run your promotions around those as well newness is always a great reason to a contact people and b you know get them to buy something yeah. So newness is an ex- is basically an excuse to promote, excuse to get people to come back and buy from you or a reason for them to give you their money <laughs> to come back and purchase from you. So have a look at all of kind of the promotions that you have throughout the year. So like Karen said, newness, um, you might have some bundles include if you're going to do any kind of discount so if you think you might do like an end of financial year and a pre-Christmas sale, like put them in the calendar. And I always like to color code things. So I'll have my sales as one color and just my content as another color. So put those in and then again, step back and have a look at how everything kind of fits in your calendar. You can actually tie some of your promotions to those key dates. So like you could have a Valentine's Day sale, a Galentine's Day sale. I did do a little Google and Galentine's Day is the 13th of February and it's all about celebrating friendship friends so yes. the day before and it got popular by the office so that's where i knew it from <laughs> uh-huh. but there is a singles day and it is after valentine's day so yeah look at look at what is important i guess for your customers and then get creative around that so when we say like put in all of those sales and promotions and things like i said you could link your sales and promotions to the key dates but you don't have to and i think that's where people kind of get confused they think that just because it is mother's day that they need to do a sale around that whereas actually we're saying no you could do a promotion and a promotion could be like a bundle or special gift wrapping or direct delivery to mum like just yes. promote the fact that hey you can buy from us and we'll send it straight to mum with a handwritten card fuss free mm-hmm. mother's day shopping no yeah, discounts exactly. involved yes and that's a perfect example that's a really good idea so like having those things planned out you know what you then have to get you know you know what you then have to prepare for and you can kind of reverse engineer the process so Put in all of your dates, all of your promo dates. See if you do want to link any of them up. So if you do want to have like a Mother's Day promo, kind of put that in the calendar. And then again, step back and see where things are sitting. We recommend sort of like a six-week period in between each promo. And I'm saying promo in inverted commas because it could be newness or a Mother's Day free gift wrapping or your discount or whatever it is. We just don't like six weeks is a good period because people need that kind of excitement to come back. But also you don't want to leave, you don't want to be having a promo every single day and you don't want to leave people with nothing for a long time either. So six weeks is kind of a nice period. You've got eight of those throughout the year, eight or 10 or whatever it works out to be. Anywhere between six and four weeks is what we're seeing. And I think as people 
get shorter attention spans, you can actually probably go more towards the every five weeks, every four weeks even because people do have a shorter attention span and people get bored easier, but don't make it so that you're on sale all the time because people are just going to wait for a sale then. Yeah. You don't want to have sale tar. And if you're always on sale, you know, that becomes your brand and people won't buy full price. You know, they'll wait for a sale. And it also kind of diminishes the value a little bit as well. But some really great ways to sort of as you're starting to plan for these things and how you can put content out is think about what's valuable to your audience. So you don't always have to be talking about your product. In our eClovers call yesterday, we were talking one of the ladies sells eco-friendly products and they have this beautiful caftan and scarf offcuts that have been turned into wrapping paper free wrapping so it's like a reusable wrapping so if you imagine you could unwrap this beautiful gift and then pop it around your head as a headscarf if you wanted to so that was something that they sell and then I was like okay instead of just telling your customers about that one thing if they're interested in that product they're also going to be interested in other ways to be less wasteful and you know eco-friendly and things like that so we decided we could talk about five ways to actually make their Christmas you know, less wasteful. So, you know, not using crackers with plastic and crap, you know, in them that are just going to be thrown in the bin. So how to make your own with thoughtful gifts that aren't going to be, you know, adding to plastic pollution and things like that. How to actually use reusable wrapping was just one of those things. So you can think about how your product can actually become part of a helpful education for your customers, but not the only thing that you're talking about. It comes to Easter time, say that you sell vegan chocolate, you, know, you could say here's five alternatives to chocolate this Easter, you know, in your product obviously being one of them. Or it could be that you give them great Easter recipes around what they can do with your product. So there's lots of different ways to be filling your content calendar. You've just got to think outside the square a little bit. That the question to ask yourself to come up with these ideas is what would be useful to my customer? What would be valuable to my audience? Mm, and you can collaborate with other brands for this. So say, for Great example, idea. with the five alternatives for chocolate, like it could be that you give pyjamas and link to an eth- you know a complementary brand and then therefore they link to you. So yeah, you could be sharing that same list. Yeah, by thinking in advance, you can really start to get creative rather than going, oh, it's Easter, what am I going to do? Oh, I'll just promote our vegan chocolate. So yeah. you, you can get really, and like you have to start, especially if you're going to collaborate, you have to start months out mm. planning this stuff, doing photo shoots, all of that, which kind of leads us to our next point, which is reverse engineer everything that you need and then fill that in. So as I said, you kind of want to have your promos and your big events in your calendar. You then want to have all of the other kind of content ideas and content dates that are in the calendar. So, you know, using the Valentine's Day example that we were on before. It might be in your calendar as something that's relevant, but you don't really need to do a promo around it. Um, You're not going to do any kind of offers or anything around that date. You might just do like a single post and that's okay for some of the dates. Other things like the Easter example, you might have more of a bigger piece of content planned. So Really look at that and make sure that you don't have heaps of big things planned all at once and then like nothing for ages. Make sure that it's all spread out really nicely. 
So then you want to look at what is actually needed. So you will need photos. So do a photo shoot, like a quarterly photo shoot. And yes, you can take Christmas photos well before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy all the cheap decorations you... <laughs> afterwards or something yeah. and start planning. Definitely. Like have, you know, if you think about the effort that goes into a photo shoot, if you know that you have for the next three months or six months, these five things coming up that you want to do photos for, take all the photos at once because by the time you get everything prepared, you, you know, get all the equipment and everything, taking all of those photos is just the easy part. Like all the preparation and everything that goes into it is the hard part. So batch as much as that sort of stuff as you can. And then, like we said, reverse engineer all of the elements. So are you going to be doing teaser posts? Are you going to be sending out emails? Are you going to be doing Instagram and Facebook posts for this? Are you going to be collaborating with other brands? What kind of things do you need them to do or that you need to do for them? Really think about all of that listed out for each thing. And then you can kind of have each one of those, like the bigger things as like almost little mini projects. If that works for you, that definitely works is how we do it. Check out our blogs because there are some in there around email broadcasts and when to send things. So like when you have a sale, you're not just sending an email on the sale day, you know, you're Mm -hmm. sending a couple on the last day. You'd be sending one the day before saying, you know, we're ending tomorrow. You'd be sending one at the start. You'd be sending one in the middle. Uh, You might send some teaser ones beforehand. So all of that stuff can start to be added to your calendar because you can pre-schedule as far ahead as you Mm -hmm. like and get super organized. And like things like if you're doing bundles, you can create that in the bundle, like in your shop in advance and then have it ready to go on the day. Or if you're going to be using a discount code, set that all up in advance and know what needs to be done, especially if you have somebody helping you or if you know it's going to be really busy at that time, just getting everything as planned and prepared in advance as possible is going to be your friend. Yeah, (laughs) Um, definitely. You don't want to be having a mad scramble at the end. So once you kind of have that yearly thing planned out, then you want to go month by month and don't go week by week because a week just flies. Like if you think about every, you know, every time you blink, it feels like it's a Friday again (laughs) for me anyway. (laughs) As soon as the year kicks off, traditionally e-commerce has been quieter in January and February, but nothing's traditional about the last couple of years. We are not seeing anything slowing down. People are just getting used to online shopping and that's going to continue. So, But if you are quiet, then it's a perfect time to be doing all of this prep work. Definitely. Use that like instead of saying, oh, no, I'm quiet. Go, oh, great. I've got time to do this rather than waiting till you get busy and go, oh, I wish I'd done it when I was quiet. Busy you will thank quiet you <laughs> when the time comes, I promise. So don't go week by week for sure. We recommend month by month and kind of sitting down and having batch days. So like having a couple of good chunky, you know, hourly sessions where you might sit down and just write content for three hours or edit your photos and make sure everything is, you know, looking the way that you want it or just kind of batching as much as you can. And what you just mentioned there is really important. If you go, okay, I'm going to do seven posts or 30 posts for the month. And you do the copy for one, the image for that one, and the email for that one. Then you start again and you Mm -hmm. go the copy for this one. The image. It's going to take you a lot longer than if you sit down and write 30 posts, sit down Mm -hmm. and create 30 images and sit down and write 
you know, your four or five emails to go with that. So don't try and do one to completion, just batch each individual task because you get in the groove of making images and then you'll get in the groove of writing copy rather than, you know, trying to do it all together. Yeah, that's a really great point. The example that I love for batching is like imagine if you went to your post box, you don't walk out to the post box, open it up, get one letter out, open it. (laughs) If it's a bill, you know, grab out your phone, pay the bill and then file the piece of paper away and then go back to the letterbox take out you <laughs> know you, you go to the letterbox. <laughs> yeah I mean I leave my letterbox to get quite full before I even do it because I batch stuff so I go to the letterbox I get everything out take it inside open everything up you know I batch eat does sort that count it. <laughs> batch eat <laughs> I forget to eat at lunch and then, like, I just eat a lot later. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> okay, scrap that. <laughs> uh, it's like, I mean, my son definitely batched all of his Halloween content, uh, Halloween lollies, candy <laughs> as it's called now. He sat, yeah, he counted it all as well. So I couldn't, I was planning on chucking <laughs> half of it in the bin. <laughs> but nope. He counted it and he ate it all pretty, you know, he was quite efficient with the consumption of that. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, so you want to batch out as much as you can. You want to sit down and get into the groove of it. You'll find a rhythm that works for you. Like sometimes I'll write the content first and then I'll create the images around that. Sometimes I kind of have an image that I know I want to put in and, and I'll write content around that. So work out you know, really what works for you. Don't spend a lot of time agonizing over it. As we say, progress, not perfect. So get it done and then you can always review. And even if you schedule stuff out, you can always come back and change it um, before it's published. You don't need to, as we said, get it perfect. So once you've kind of batched it out, then it comes time to schedule it. We use uh, later for uh, Instagram, just because the native creator studio within Facebook is still a little bit clunky, although they are bringing out a way to do that and we'll keep you updated. Just make sure that you are in our free group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs, because we do kind of check all the tools and like have lots of recommendations as we go in there. And then we, we use just Facebook natively to schedule out Facebook posts uh, Clavio for email. So get all of these tools and they do have small costs, but you think about how much time and, you know, if you were paying someone to do all of that, it's like a fraction of the cost and the payoff is definitely worth it. So batch everything out, schedule everything out and just set some time aside in your calendar to review what you've planned for the year, review what you've planned for that month, batch it all out plan as far as in advance as you can and as we said future you will thank current you for doing this now and one side note to all of batching your content for the socials and everything like that is to leave maybe one gap a week just to put something timely up because you don't want all of your content to be pre-written and also to keep an eye on current events and see if anything's no longer relevant or is insensitive to what might be happening now Mm. so yeah I saw a really bad example of this it's actually a blog that i love they had reused some of their content from the year before and it was all about how to put like pipe clean it no like what are those is cable ties in your helmet to stop magpies from uh, attacking you you know when it was magpie season have that pre-scheduled ready to go and then there was the really sad tragedy of the little girl who passed 
and with her mum sort of ducking from magpies and it was the very next day that they had that post go up so it was a really bad timing but it was pre-scheduled and it had so many comments of people going please take this down take this down take this down and they actually didn't see it for days because obviously everything was pre-scheduled no one was checking on it and it was just although it would have been a perfectly innocent post when they scheduled it it was just really poor timing when it came out. Mm. So sometimes you can go in with the best intention. It can be totally fine when you schedule it, but not so much when it actually comes out. So make sure that you do always be checking for things that are happening in your community and make sure that you know everything's still relevant and still okay to post. So you can always yeah. go into later and reschedule something, delete something, move it, whatever you need to do, adjust it, and always just have a few timely things coming in so that people know that you are really there. So it might be that you do a behind the scenes of what you're doing this weekend and you're actually taking it at an event that's happening that day. So that you and do I have love a bit of using stuff. stories for that. Yes. So I love having your post, like your feed kind of, you know, planned that's out and looking, yeah. you know, scheduled. But then your stories can be like super behind the scenes and timely and they're obviously taken on the day, really like bringing those two things together. I actually had a client once who had everything scheduled and it was when the Brisbane floods happened. So what was that? I don't know, 2009. Yeah, a few years ago now. Whatever it was, yeah, like a long time ago. And they were like literally underwater and all of their posts (laughs) were still going out. And people were like, ah, guys, like we really don't care about this right now. (laughs) You're probably like underwater. We don't, you know, like maybe time to pause your posts. So it is all adaptable and you can be agile with it, but it's way easier to kind of move stuff rather than to try and do it on the fly. Yeah, great, great point. Awesome. All right. So hopefully this has been helpful for you in getting ready for next year. Make sure, as we said, you do jump into our free group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs, because there's heaps of uh, chat in there about all of the stuff that we've mentioned, but as well as like keeping you up to date with tools and, and stuff. tag us. Tag us in your pictures of your beautiful color-coded organized calendars. So once you've got your wall calendar ready to go, do tag us. <laughs> Yay. All right, guys, have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you're looking to sell more on your online store, you might like to check out Ecom Igniter, our online training program. Find out more at ecomigniter.com and be sure to join the waitlist to access our special early bird offer.